0: Will Vladimir Putin, anxious to restore to Russia the influence that the Soviet Union once had, order those 20,000 troops, or is it now 45,000, to invade Ukraine's eastern border? Will the Indonesian Constitutional Court back the attempt of defeated candidate Prabowo Subianto to restore the old Suharto order, or will it uphold the new order being initiated by President-elect Joko Widodo? Will the jet fighters of the US Navy's Fifth Fleet in the Persian Gulf be able to turn back the ruthless terrorism of those seeking to establish an ISIS caliphate? the Islamic State in Iraq and Syria, or will President Barack Obama be forced to reconsider his total troop withdrawal from Iraq? This week it was pleasant to turn away from all these potentially negative political developments to consider one arena into which mankind does not really belong, but yet increasingly intrudes with positive achievements, the arena of space. This week it was even more pleasant to come across a New York Times report dated February 24th, 2004, written by Warren Leary. So often I have filed away such reports on the grounds that they will be useful one day to explain why anticipated events have failed to take place. Mr Leary's report was different. His report anticipated developments and provided perspective on what has now actually happened so let me quote some of his opening paragraphs which appeared under the headline intricate european mission goes hunting for a comet quote washington february the 23rd 2004 it is to be a long and sleepy 10-year journey but if it succeeds a spacecraft called the rosetta will be the first to witness a dark dead comet come to life under the warming rays of the sun The ambitious Rosetta mission to begin this week in 2004 is an international effort to gain a deeper understanding of comets and their role in the formation of the solar system and, perhaps, even the origin of life on Earth. The 8,000-pound robotic spacecraft is to be launched by the European Space Agency from Kourou, French Guiana, on the northeastern coast of South America by Europe's most powerful rocket, the Ariane 5. Two hours after the spacecraft enters Earth orbit, an upper stage will send the Rosetta off on a roundabout, decade-long journey through the solar system on a mission to find and chase comet 67P, Churyumov-Gerasimenko. The Rosetta will have to travel hundreds of millions of miles on a path that requires four planetary flybys to build momentum and eventually sling it to a point 420 million miles from the sun for a rendezvous with the small incoming comet around May 2014. Quote, this is certainly one of the most difficult interplanetary missions ever attempted, one full of many things that could go wrong. Dr. Gerard Schoen, project scientist for the European Space Agency, said in an interview However, if it is successful, we will obtain an unprecedented amount of information about comets. Unquote. Actually, quite a few things went wrong before Rosetta was finally launched on March second, two 2004. In the 1990s, both the European Space Agency, ESA, and the United States, NASA, had jointly discussed cooperating on separate comet probes. But other concerns and budget limitations caused NASA to withdraw from the joint effort. ESA eventually decided to go it alone in the late 90s as it first planned and then built the Rosetta spacecraft with the name chosen to remind of the Rosetta Stone, the slab of rock whose inscriptions helped scholars to grapple with the hieroglyphics of ancient Egypt. The original Rosetta launch date was set for January 2003 with the target being the comet 46P Wotanen. But this too was cancelled after the Ariane 5 rocket was temporarily grounded after a launch failure. It was only after that further delay that Rosetta's target was changed to Comet 67P Churyumov-Gerasimenko, which has been discovered on photographic plates almost by chance by two Russian, or maybe Ukrainian, astronomers in 1969. Since Churyumov-Gerasimenko is a mouthful to pronounce, from now on I will simply just use Comet 67P for short. 67P cannot be seen by the naked eye on Earth. To do so, a telescope is needed. Comet 67P orbits the Sun once every 6.45 years. Even at its perihelion. That's the moment when it is closest to the Sun. Comet 67P is still further away from the Sun than Earth, 118 million miles to the 93 million miles for Earth. But if things went wrong initially, once Rosetta was launched towards 67P on March 2, 2004, it would seem that everything has been going right. Today, after a journey through space of 4,000 million miles, yes, you heard me right, 4,000 million miles, Rosetta has become the first spacecraft to go into orbit around a comet. Yes, after a journey of 4 billion miles lasting 10 years, 5 months, Rosetta has got to square one. But that's an enormous achievement in itself. Yet this was never a simple straight-line journey through the vastness of space. Let me summarise for you the main flybys along the way, for Rosetta did not possess an enormous engine capable of continuous acceleration through space. Rather, it had to utilise the basic energy present in space to achieve its required speed and direction. So, on March fourth, two 2005, a year after launch, there was the first flyby of our own Earth, using its gravity to achieve acceleration. Two years after that, in February 2007, there was a low-altitude flyby of the planet Mars, aimed at correcting Rosetta's trajectory as well as increasing its speed. Rosetta functions on solar power, but the low-altitude pass over Mars meant that for a while it was cut off from the Sun and had to rely on its backup batteries. The second Earth flyby took place in November 2007, when, ironically, Rosetta was briefly misidentified as an asteroid and for a while was designated as Minor Planet 2007 VN84. Actually, in both 2008 and 2010, Rosetta itself passed two recognized asteroids, 2867 Stains and 21 Lutetia. When it passed asteroid stains, the orbit of which is known, Rosetta's onboard cameras were used to fine tune that knowledge of the asteroid's orbit. Meanwhile, in 2009, in between these encounters with passing asteroids, Rosetta undertook its third and final flyby of Earth in November 2009. Finally, from June 2011 until January 2014, Rosetta did what some animals on Earth regularly do. It went into hibernation. With most of its instruments turned off and generating just enough power to keep vital components from freezing, the spacecraft is designed with enough artificial intelligence to monitor itself, keep track of its position and perform necessary changes to stay on target. 67P's 957-day hibernation drew attention to the otherwise little-noticed fact that Rosetta was a record-breaking solar-powered spacecraft. For as Warren Leary noted in that dispatch ten years ago, quite, rather than rely on nuclear power, which traditionally provides energy for deep space missions, Rosetta will generate electricity from two vast solar panels that stretch out 45 feet on each side. The panels are to generate 395 watts of electrical power when furthest from the sun and 850 watts when closer to the sun. The mission will be the longest trip away from the sun for a craft relying just on solar power, Unquote. In a way, the hibernation was necessary. Rosetta's course had taken the spacecraft far, far out towards Jupiter, where the normal cold temperatures of space become extremely cold and conserving energy is essential. Nevertheless, there was obviously a great deal of tension in the European Space Operations Centre in Darmstadt, Germany, on January the 20th this year as everyone waited for Rosetta's internal alarm clock to wake itself up, start warming its star trackers and going through a series of self-checks before sending a signal home. Eventually, the expected signal came in 18 minutes later than expected and was picked up by NASA's deep space network by the 70-metre dish antenna at Goldstone, California, before being on pass to Darmstadt. At that moment, in January 2014, Rosetta was still 5.6 million miles away from comet 67P. By early May 2014, Rosetta had moved to being about 1.2 million miles removed from its target. This week, by August 6, 2014, Rosetta had moved to within 100 miles of Comet 67P, had fired the last of 10 thruster rockets to slow itself down to almost the same speed as 67P. As a result, by one calculation, Rosetta and comet 67P are now hurtling side by side at around 34,000 miles per hour, locked for perhaps the next year and a half in their common orbit around the Sun. Much work remains to be done. Immediately, Rosetta will have to find a flat area where it will be safe to try and place the lander which Rosetta carries. The photos of Comet 67P, often taken at a distance, uniformly reveal uneven, craggy contours. As Kenneth Chang, also reporting for the New York Times, described the emerging images, quote, Photographs have already revealed a surprisingly irregular shape for the two-and-a-half-mile-wide Comet 67P, possibly an amalgamation of two icy bodies as a result of uneven weathering during previous flybys. From a distance, the blurry knob of 67P initially looked somewhat like a rubber duck, But as the details came into focus, it now more resembles a knob of ginger flying through space. Perhaps the closer Rosetta gets to 67p, the terrain will seem more hospitable. Everyone is looking to the future, but immediately there should perhaps be greater concern for the immediate past. As a layman in space matters, I cannot help wondering how did the space specialists and technicians put that ten-year, five-month, four-billion-miles Rosetta journey altogether so that it went without a hitch? Was there a hidden drama behind all the calculations that had to be made? Inevitably, media concern concentrates on what happens now. But what will the Rosetta's probe find on Comet 67P? But Rosetta's journey and arrival are, by themselves, a triumph of calculation about which we need to know more. Let me just close with another quote from Warren Leary, reporting to the New York Times ten years ago. Scientists study comets because they are believed to be materials left over from the formation of the solar system 4.5 billion years ago. Comets may have been a source of water on Earth and may have carried complex organic chemicals that could have contributed ingredients to the formation of life on Earth."